This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi everybody! Welcome to Chronic Gals Podcast! I'm Ashleen And I'm Riley If you haven't been here before, now you know Now you know, and guess what? We're live today! We're live! Hi Welcome, Luca! People. Hi Luca! Um, it's been like a crazy. When life. is it not? I know it's now. It's it's always always crazy. crazy. But we are really enjoying these um Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna keep doing the them. one that we did. The one that we did recently. We're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it again, and that's today, right now. Um, I'm really excited. We're gonna do talk headlines. We're talking headlines. It was just post election day, so there are new. New states that new legalize news. new news. Um, we're just gonna go like Canon News. We're gonna have a, our friend PNW Kage come on, aka Chase. He's gonna come on and chat about. Oh, speaking of, he just Hi, popped Chase. in. Um, he's gonna be talking about some celebrity <laughs> weed strains um, coming up pretty soon. But I need to smoke some weed. Yep. So let's do that. I picked up Fire Mountain. Um, sweet tea joints, and I love Fire Mountain. We had the honor and privilege of going to their facility two weeks in a row to photograph um, some of their plants. Oh my god, they're beautiful! And yeah, holy crap, we haven't even released like half the content. I guess you posted one. Thing, I posted I think. a couple pictures, but we, I mean. There's, just, they're oh. just like still in the backup. They're just so one beautiful. The facility is thank you. So Love the podcast. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, Thanks for being here. The buds. Okay, oh, I'm five ten, so I'm a tall human being. The plants before they heart were harvested towered over me. They were at least my and, eye height, eye line, and then taller. And that was with a week of growth left. So we first went a week before they were harvested. Yeah. So they're going to get even bigger. And we saw some buds and they were literally like the size of my hand, like the size of my pinky, pinky hand palm length. So we love Fire Mountain. They're super, super clean, super, super good. Their weed is amazing. The human beings that grow it are fabulous and awesome. Yeah, it's just it's a family operation, tier one. So it's small, but they are doing like truly craft cannabis within the 502 industry. Mm-hmm. They're from Ariel, Washington, so they're local to Southwest Washington, where we're, where we are. And yeah, shout out to Jason and Sarah because they are fantastic. If you ever see them in a dispensary, pick them up. They are worth every every penny, every penny. And we featured them a couple weeks ago on our podcast with Melissa. Mm-hmm. And their green crack is like the only green crack that I will smoke <laughs> because it's, it's so actually. Good. It's actually good, and it doesn't give me the anxiety that, like, other green It's very clean as far as, like, how the effects feel. And then we, I just remember us, like, grinding up the little buds. Hi, Special K. um, Welcome. It just, like, the little nug that I put in the grinder puffed up into, like, the entire entirety of the grinder. That is the best surprise. I love when that happens. 
Hi, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Welcome. So, yeah, highly recommend Fire Mountain. We've tried several strains from them. This is sweet tea. This is so tea. this is the one that I don't think I am familiar with at all. Yeah, I don't. I, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever tried anything that's like tea related that I know of. Um, you know, there's a lot of just like naming strains, whatever these days. There's it's kind of hard to track the genetics, obviously. But I'm sure if they're we could ask. We Honestly, could ask. we could probably text uh, text Sarah and ask her. But but we. I just love them. And since we were in their facility and it just smelled so good, I was like, I've been craving their weed ever since. So they were harvesting this one called, I think it was like T100 or something. It sounded like a calculator name, like a TI. It was like T100. But that one's the smell in that room while it was being trimmed. Holy crap. Like you could cut the, like the atmosphere with a knife because it was such so thick of terpenes. We were in there for like a half an hour and we left just like, smelling of fresh terps yeah it was amazing so good good. (laughs) uh so anyway that's enough about fire mountain even though we could never say enough about fire mountain they're so great just just so enjoyable but riley's been doing some research she's been looking into the canon news that's been happening like she said at the beginning of the show for Mm -hmm. anyone who just hopped on oh t t a thousand is so good good. okay good well yeah, happy for the recommendation. Um, uh, so yeah, election happen- election day just happened yesterday. So there's some new states that have legalized and ch- chose not to legalize. There are ups and downs. And um, also just some like cool acquisitions and interesting interesting things happening in the business side. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to bring Chase on a little bit to talk about celebrity weed strains. Uh, are you ready to jump into it? What do you want to do? Ready. Okay, I have not researched any of this, so I am new to all of this, and I can't wait to hear what's been going on. And when I say headlines, I mean I've only read the headlines <laughs> right. and maybe skimmed it. Right. So excuse me for not having like notes of the article. But and if anybody, if we want this list posted, we can oh yeah, post we can it post in the it. show notes when we post this episode. Um, Got to get back to work. Bye. Thanks, thanks for, for stopping in. Us. And if anybody in the chat or wants to hop on and has any like commentary about it, like please uh, raise your hand and we will happily pop you guys back in. Pop, pop you in. All right. So the first um, headline. <coughs> thank you, PNW Kage slash Chase. I hope I'm saying that name. I feel like I'm probably butchering it, but um, he sent us. Sean Diddy Combs acquires assets to launch largest black-owned cannabis company from cool. thehightimes.com. When this was released, like, earlier this month, I definitely saw, like, so many people posting about it. And I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, is, the gen- is the feedback generally positive or negative for this? Like, are I think positive. positive? I would think so. I would imagine. I mean, I can't. I would imagine positive. It says... Uh, launching what is billed as the world's largest black-owned cannabis brand within the $185 million purchase of existing licensed marijuana operations in three Three states. states. Awesome. So he's going to be an MSO. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Combs is purchasing the business operations from Cresco Labs and Columbia Care, two multi-state cannabis operators that are required to divest the assets to... to complete a previously announced merger of the two companies. So I guess, like, I don't know what people's reactions are, oh, honestly, sorry. about this. So, Ash, Tanya. We can, I mean, I This have is no what opinion. Chase sent you, right? Yes. Chase, you want to hop on? 
Send the little like request thingy. Or we can add him. Or can we add him? Is it this one? Yeah, I think so. You have oh. no request. Oh, maybe. Is it the oh. next one over? Gonna figure out. Gonna there figure go. out. Oh, how did Instagram know? Okay, we sent you an invite, so whenever you're ready, we can chat. Oh. We just have to make sure our microphone, one of our microphones. Hi, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, you said my name right, so you're all good. <laughs> Yay, good, good, P- good, good. P-N-W Kage. Kage. Uh, Actually, I was kind of shocked to hear this news about P. Diddy. Uh, like, I did not, I honestly thought, like, Snoop Dogg, uh, Wiz, or any of, like, the story would have long did this. Even, like, like someone like Killer Mike. Uh, he's, like, an Atlanta rapper. Uh, but, like, it's exciting to know. But if you're, like, a super, like, hip-hop fan or whatever, you also are kind of, like, nervous about it. Because, like, just know in the past, like, while Diddy's super successful, like, really good at business... Uh, that's also concerning. He's really good at business. Like, I guess as soon as we all kind of want we to not be super corporate, not be like all like Amazon-y. And uh, he's okay with things like that. And not like in a bad sense, or like he's about making money. So like, yeah. it'll kind of become like a, maybe too big, too fast and kind of become like what kind of watered down weed. And like, no one wants that. Like everyone's concerned. It's like even, I think, at first, it'll be like the fat panda of like black owned weed, mm. and then, and then maybe something will change because of like business. I can see that. I can see it being like um, cookies, where like cookies has like a really good brand name, but then like their weed yeah. is like questionable, and their business practices are questionable. So that's a really good point. Um, yeah, like everyone, like I guess anyone who knows, like I guess any of. Uh, anyone who was signed under Diddy, while they have great careers, I had great careers. There's always drama in the midst of it, and like usually because of like business with Diddy, <laughs> and like <laughs> that's just how that, that that was just how that goes. And like he kind of owned a lot of the music industry. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's kind of exciting in comparison to other people. Like I kind of don't like. He's doing a mix of what I do and don't like in celebrity weed. Like a lot of. Sh- uh, celebrities will like they'll smoke something or try something from a, a grower who already exists and then they'll go oh, yeah i like that shit and they'll buy it and like they'll buy the i guess the rights to it essentially mm-hmm. and then that's their weed so like uh who's it who does that oh actually tyson so the tyson strains the weed is his like all of the like those buds like essentially that i can imagine like he smokes weed like that but the dabs that's already another company like that's mammoth labs and it's like if you already like mammoth labs of course you're gonna smoke their dabs uh but then like it's kind of like he's just paying to have his name put on things they already do and like that's not true weed that's just telling me you like this shit you know and is that also like uh is he as a black ceo of all these companies is he committing to support black growers or is he just going to go for like the bottom line right. whatever is going to make him the most money so that's the part i'm not sure on and like probably we're probably not going to know or hear like i haven't read anything yet on that part uh well it just goes back and speaks to your point about him just being a businessman you know like it, what is he actually looking at but at least i have like a really fast end like if you've done deals with diddy before like you easily can be like oh yeah diddy 
endorse my endorse my uh my strengths or put my strengths under your line. But like I don't think it's gonna I don't have the biggest confidence gonna be like all super awesome for like the smaller girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's not gonna and just just kinda how the weed industry is though, like it's never been like something big happens and the little guy suddenly like gets it all. So I mean like I guess it's not like we can ask the little guy of my of a minority to do superhero shit. Right. Uh, so like he's still gonna fall into like the same sort of like process of what we of what the weed industry is. So yeah, like if you have a weed grow right now as a, as like a black owned person, you're probably gonna get you're probably gonna uh get like really good um like boost in notoriety, especially being around Diddy, like higher in sales. But like if you're if you're nobody right now, you have to be doing work right now to get into even a close circle of Diddy's in New York to be like, Oh yeah, I'm my stuff can get into a store that's endorsed by or you're just gonna be shelling out a whole lot of money until like you finally have made enough money to say that like you're breaking even or whatever. Right. So it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot long process for a lot of people. Yeah, that's really interesting. I feel like a nicer. I don't know if that's the right word, but a more ethical, cooler way of like going about this thing would be for him to support. Yeah, like what you said, the little guy, build a little guy up from the ground up, kind of like what Jim Belushi did in Oregon. Like, he bought the farm, and then he, you know, he's, like, really into growing it and then processing it, and he's, like, in the whole thing. Yeah. Whereas it sounds like a lot of these deals are just their name to license someone else's product yeah. that they have no connection with at all. In a lot of cases. And, like, it's that he's buying a lot of different girls and merging them. So, like, that's kind of concise. I mean, I guess, like, it's it's, like, that's so big, so fast, and, like, the biggest thing in anyone who smokes weed is like consistency and quality mm-hmm. and like and so like we've all like at least if you're here in washington we've all smoked epic and sunshine like every now and then we all be like oh yeah it was bad then it was good and then it was bad again and then it was good but then like like oh they're um, they're working with passion now by the way yeah. so like hopefully more uh consistent grows i saw their process so like i have high hopes for it but like when you're that big and like they have so many strains so like you cannot it's impossible to keep like focus and consistency when you have so much to pay attention to like at some point like i imagine like you're gonna have just like just like a panda like i think every cycle there are two to three good strains that people come to me raving about there ones they remember that are really good but they haven't smoked since then but like in the current cycle they will be like oh yeah this one's good this one's good and you can pick up the jars and see like yeah they really took their time with this grow and then the rest are like they kind of look like weed, mm-hmm. and so like I think uh, I don't want that to be the initial start of Diddy's weed, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like people are gonna be like, oh yeah, this is fire. They're gonna find the three strains that like they're gonna make Diddy's uh, brand seem like the shit. Post them everywhere, and then like every time you go and you're like, oh, this is kind of mid, but all right, it's Diddy. Yeah, yeah. Do we know which states he's in? Which um... like states? he bought licenses in oh new york illinois massachusetts say that again i, I didn't know it was, i didn't know it was massachusetts i thought it was just new york new york illinois okay so places that are already getting midweed anyway yeah <laughs> i mean like uh, sorry no offense new york is kind of like i feel like he's gonna yeah he's gonna just be the cookies in new york because like it's cookie, cookies in new york I think aren't they just California? Or are they in an MSO? Um, I don't know. They're MSO now. Because I 
have them up here in, in Oregon. They might. I don't know if they're officially in New York because like retail's not officially right. going oh, right now. Yeah, yeah but they can't technically be in New York yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think he'll. I think he's. Oh, I think he's gonna merge with cookies. Now that we're saying this out loud, I think he'll merge with cookies in New York. There it's, you go. It's too big of a brand to compete with, and they already have like the underground. Has the underground like kind of like taken? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, any if you're if you have a like if you have any idea of what underground like is popular in underground now, that'll probably be what you're gonna see in Diddy Source mm-hmm. soon, like whenever that starts. I guess now that I'm thinking about that. So I mean, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It'll be uh, it'll be definitely a lot of gripes, a lot of like like overhype. But I don't know, I don't think it's going to be anything, like, special or, like, going to, like, pioneer anything, really. It's just going to be, like, it's just going to be one of those moments where black business is going to be in weed, but I think it's going to at least ease the conversation of black businesses being in weed, uh, which would be nice. It's like when you see other pop-up shops around the place, you're like, yeah, like, of course, Diddy did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very, very interesting. Are there any other, like, celebrity companies or strains in general that we love or we definitely stay away from? I don't know. There's a lot of celebrities getting into we- into the weed business, so. It's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, what are they, um, athletes. I don't know why. Yeah. Athletes. Like, so Fog, if you know Fog, they just worked with uh, yeah. Ricky Williams. He's a, I, by the way, I don't know shit about sports. I don't watch sports. <laughs> I watch Super Bowl here and there, and like that's about it. So if I'm saying names, I don't know. They're I don't know why they're same, same. <laughs> no, they have a, I just know they have a, a following. Yeah. Um, but Ricky Williams, he's a football player. Don't know who he played for. I, I'm gonna say the Seahawks because it's in Seattle. Uh, sure. But I'm assuming see, uh, he has a line called the Heisman with Fog. Oh. Now, same thing. Like company that already exists. Celebrity picks some strains he likes and I guess named them. Funny names if you're into like everyone who likes sports laughs at all the names. So I assume like There's he did 40. really good quips. But uh he has some pretty good shit actually. Like um I'm well Fog has some pretty good shit actually, I guess I should say. Uh it's like my only problem with that girl is like if you're a person who doesn't like big big nugs with stems in it, they mm-hmm. do really whoever is choosing the nugs there it obviously likes Instagrammable weed. He lo- whoever is doing that loves that. Because when I look at the jar, I'm like, damn, it's a fat nug. That's gonna be a big stem, and I'm against big nugs and because big stems. And like, but it all hits really well. Like, it all it all looks good. Really like, keefy, sticky nugs. Uh, who else? T- Tyson is really good. I I smoked all of them so far. <laughs> uh, yeah. I there's only been one bad one. I think out of six different strains and to me that's like a that's an a plus yeah that's pretty good and those are concentrates uh no this is i so i'm i'm a big flower person oh, okay. I, I do that but not a lot if you ever hear me talking about strains or weed it's probably a flower okay cool like if it's a concentrate or edible i'll specifically say that okay that's a i feel like that's different it's not as totally. it's not as fun as flower which is not agree it's Sorry. not as nuanced well it can be but I don't know. I like. I also like the flower too. It's, it just has so much character. Like they, every single bud has so much to talk about and describe. I feel like with dabs, 
and obviously like, this this is a biased opinion, but I feel like with dabs there's just not as much there's not as much character as flower. Mm-hmm. And like I just like when I see a different bud or like even two like two of the same strains, I'm like fuck, like, this is nuts, or this is like, different, like or and how they're different, like it's it's just the, it's the best. Like you guys spoke Gary Payton. Gary Payton. The strain or the celebrity? Isn't he a celebrity? He is a celebrity as well. <laughs> <laughs> I found out this morning he's a basketball player. Okay. Oh, <laughs> he sounds like, that sounds like a basketball player name. Or a cowboy. Yeah. Gary Payton. Uh, Seattle. No, I said Seattle Sonics? Supersonics. Oh, yes. Which apparently is no longer a team. Go Blazers. Correct. They, he was apparently a point guard or something like that, but he has a whole, everyone is named as named a strain after him. I think everyone fucking grows it. Oh. So eventually I'm gonna compare them all. But uh, yo, that every everyone has grown it. It's it's like they all have done the genetics slightly differently. So each of them does look very just slightly differently. Some are more purple, some are more orange. Some look like just straight green buds. And I'm like, that's crazy. It's all the same, like genetics and just again so many different characters so many variables genetics are crazy (laughs) uh what were you smoking today um today was i don't even have the jar out here anymore do i oh actually i tried because i'm i'm trying the gary payton's oh Uh, i tried the agro couture's gary payton this morning nice um it's pretty solid i kind of like it actually um I think I like pandas better in the... I'm big on flavor. Mm-hmm. I like pandas better on the flavor, which surprised me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would surprise I me mean, too. Here it is. Show us. That's, that's there. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'll look. I got a big complaint, though. Tell me. I actually, <laughs> me, my roommate, and my roommate's friend all tried to get this jar open. And it was like having a war. Yo. <laughs> I appreciate them having a really good label, a really like great design on the front, but that stick this sticker is so thick. Oh. It is just like damn near thick plastic. Okay. And so you can't just like cut it with your nail real yeah. quick and twist or just rip it open. We were like <laughs> like fighting with it, trying to get it open. And so I ended up just cutting it with some scissors. So, Agro, if you if you ever see this, uh, paper for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty good. It was like nice and mellow. It's not. It's like a everyone says it's like a good fifty fifty. I I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had three different ones so far. Uh, I've had pandas, cakes. And now aggros. Oh, nice. Rank them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to mm, rate them. All right. So out of those ones so far, yeah, I think Cakes might have been the best. Oh. Like, the hit on Cakes was the best because it, it was more heavier, and I like a heavier, like, high. Um. Pandas has the best taste. 
I don't know. Aggro kind of hasn't really fallen on a skill yet. It has to compete now with uh, Rochester's. And that's all that's left is the, of the four that we carry. Um, and then, I'm, I don't know. I'm just not impressed by aggros, unfortunately. I don't want to talk shit about their bud, but, <laughs> like, when I got it, like, the nugs itself, they kind of, they look very regular in comparison. So, like, I'll show you, like, Rochester's. This is an, they, it's an honest review. I think more people should appreciate honest reviews. So oh, I, I only give honest opinions. <laughs> I feel like if we're going to put this in our lungs, let's not, uh, let's not bullshit it. Yeah. So, like, again, this is an aggro nut. Okay. Sorry, my camera's not, like, super great. That's but okay. But try it. All right, now this is Ooh. a Rochester nut. Okay, yeah. It's, like, way more purple, better sh structure, like, better shape to it. Mm-hmm. This one's, like, just green, not as many hairs, very just brown. Yeah. Brown. And then pandas. Pandas has kind of, like, that Rochester shape to it. Mm-hmm. This okay. is one of their greener ones, but it has more red hairs than the aggros. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there it is. This one is the cakes. I feel like oh. that one just had like the most color. Yeah. And, like I have like all the characteristics on the nugs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like they just hit the best. I love cake. I love cake. Cake always does a good job. Cake takes the cake. Do you know that spray fuego? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? That's not even like, that's a whole different branding. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love Freddy's Fuego and cake. That acai gelato. Oh, yeah. So that is, good. That is like my favorite joint right now. Yes. <laughs> I get that one every time we, I see it. Uh, it's gooey goo goo tiramisu for me oh. from them. Every time I see it, I'm like, can I get two? <laughs> The gooey tiramisu. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So good. And the, like, the effect is excellent. Just stony and relaxing, but not... So you can't function. It's just good. It's just good. It's just good. <laughs> I like anything sweet all the time, but I also like the effects of things that are... That taste gassy. I like it all. I like different flavor profiles for my different moods. <laughs> I find that skunks will give me headaches, though. Whatever, like, terpene profile is happening in skunk things, it'll give me a headache. Really? Good to know. That's just a me thing. I think that's, that's, like, very not true for a lot of people, so. Yeah. No, everyone, effect, everyone is definitely affected by terpenes differently, like. Like, I love carophylline. Like, that's, like, my favorite terpene, apparently. Because uh, everything I look, everything I, every strand I look up, that I like, that's, like, the top one. Yeah. Uh, Same. That's the top, that's the top uh, terpene and Gary Payton. Um, nice. <laughs> right, see? <laughs> uh, and I think pinene and sometimes limonene mess me up, like, Either give me a headache or super dehydrate, like super dehydrated. Like it, totally. It's kind of That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. The dry eye and the dry mouth. It's no no bueno. I feel like that's what's happening with my mouth right now. I know. 
apparently I have a bad habit of like smoking without water next to me, and I'm, I'm just now realizing this. Beverages. Beverages. I drink a lot of things that aren't water a lot as well. Just a lot of coffees, teas, and I guess seltzers. I guess that counts as water. Love a bubble water. (laughs) No. Bubble water keeps me hydrated. If it wasn't for bubble water, I probably wouldn't drink enough. I probably wouldn't drink water. I don't like water. That's fair. Sounds weird to say, but it's... I feel like people say they like water a lot. I... Yeah, there's. I agree. Like, water has different tastes. Yes, it has to be good water. I have a whole weird. Th- it's not a weird thing. One thing that I do is we like harvest spring water in my family to to drink. There's some local. There's some local springs that are like hooked up, and you can like bring. You yeah. can bring like a, a tank, a tank, like a like what a is that jug. called? A jug. Thank you. And we fill up our water, and that's the water that we use to drink, and it's like. Really mountain good. water <laughs> with all of the local like loveliness you know it's like indigenous water it's from the aqua it's good for you nature. yeah it's really good for you there's minerals and good energy i just didn't think this was like a whole like hobby that one could have honestly oh yeah i think people there's like a website and findaspring.com you can find springs all over the country mm-hmm. we've been doing it for like seven years yeah. <laughs> It's the best way if you're going like long distance traveling to just like bring a jug instead of buying a bunch of water bottles and then filling up at different springs around the world or the country. The world. I mean, I do like outdoor, outdoorsy stuff, so that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty on brand. I like that. If you ever if you ever want to try, just uh, let me know and we'll send you the paint like the pins for where they are nearby. There, there's one like 45 minutes from Vancouver, mm-hmm. and the other ones like an hour and a half maybe. Probably when it's not 20 degrees or 30 degrees yeah. outside. Fair enough. So cool. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thanks for joining us and chatting with the... Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm blowing out the microphone. Thanks for chatting with us about all this pedity and the celebrity weed. It's so interesting, and it's so interesting to see how it's all going to develop, you know, and just nobody has any answers today, you know? <laughs> exactly, right? Because, like, it's, it's literally all so new. I guess still got the laws passed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. There's a lot of work to do. And wash uh, yeah, we're all changing everything's changing all the time. But cool. Well, all right. I'll get it. You guys will hear it, you guys will see about it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. We'll talk to you later. No problem. Bye. Bye. Oh, there he. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Chase, Chase for coming on. And if anybody is in Southwest Washington or um, the Portland area, you can go check out Chase at the Herbery. I I don't know which Herbery, but he's at all at Chocolov. And uh, clearly, you can get some excellent bud tending service from him. From him. (laughs) Um, cool. Cool. That was fun. That was fun. So interesting. I like interacting with people. I know. Okay. Do the Back next one. Back to the headlines. Um, ki- this one kind of... Um, okay. I re- actually did read this one. And it's really interesting. So the headline is, for only 4% of cannabis businesses in Washington State are black owned. Kind of in segueing out of our celebrity weeds. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then it says, so this is from the high times again, 
Washington State's transition to adult use cannabis failed to include black and brown business owners, but there's hope that a task force will enact change. I'm glad there's a task force. God bless a task Leslie Nope. Task force. Um, so I would imagine that outside of Seattle there aren't a lot of <laughs> black and brown owned cannabis businesses. But this article specifically says that in Seattle there are only four percent of black owned cannabis businesses. Oh, so not necessarily in Washington. Yeah. So Okay, bad reporting. Bad reporting. Yeah, I'm calling bad reporting on the this high times. And honestly, I wouldn't have even pulled this article if it wasn't for this misleading headline. But I can't imagine, honestly, that it would be more than 4% outside of Seattle. Right. Or any, you know. Right. Which is calls to the fact that we need better equity. And they also talk about how they're tr- trying to transition licenses over to black and brown like folks but the trying to find where it is but the places where the licenses are for cannabis is banned so it's like they're getting these licenses but they can't operate because they're in banned spaces oh my god that's exactly what they did to the native americans (laughs) they're like go on this land but it's only going to be like the desert where you can't find any water or fish for any fish because there's nothing there Exactly. So here, black business owners take these licenses in, in places where it's illegal and it's not going to work for you anyway. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's. Oh, yeah. Where annoying. we're at right now. So this is. Who said this? I don't know. Garrett. His name is Garrett. Maybe from the task force. Where we're at now, the LCB cannot move licenses out of the areas that they're in or create new licenses without legislation. Um, and then the. That's talking about where did it go? Oh man! Wow. Okay, I don't know. Talking about how they're trying to transfer these licenses, but they can't operate in these spaces. Oh, it said it right here. Oh. Where we're at right now, the LCB oh, yeah. cannot move licenses out of areas that they're in or create new licenses without legislation. And this is Garrett, that task force member. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to introduce that in an upcoming session. So literally the way that we've structured the industry in the state is that you can't change the zoning without right. like a bill and sending it through the one the place and the other place and then getting the gu- like it's the whole thing. Instead of something that, you know, the LCB can right. can change right. or, you know, whatever. Something a little more intermediary than a law. Yeah. It's just like, it's that whole, like, we give a, not a, I feel like they're giving us fishes and not teaching us how to fish is really what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're, they're giving us what we want, but they're not actually implementing the things that we, that can Any help opportunity. us. Right. Yeah. So it's just like f- so flippant and that's so frustrating. Yeah. And like everything moves so freaking slow in Washington and a lot of the, le- the legislature people don't even want to listen to us cannabis people, which is why it's important to show up for lobby day. And I guess, to vote and to vote. talk to your representatives. your representatives, but well, hopefully that'll know. change. Hopefully, 
the equity because a lot of people are talking about equity it's in the yes. conversation totally it's even in the like political conversations i mean obviously yeah so and if we keep talking about it and we, if we keep being the squeaky wheel we'll finally get the oil that right. we need to change and us talking about it is change already right exactly oh all right. this joint must have had that caryophylline or, or whatever whatever we were talking about oh, that yeah. dehydrates you i know my I'm mouth just is like, so dry and my eyes are, my contacts okay anyway. my tongue is like a cat <laughs> <laughs> okay here's our next article hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay next headline legal cannabis is america's sixth largest sixth biggest cash crop you know and it's still not regulated under the department of agriculture so I don't know if it's in this article or if it's in a different article that I read and I don't know if it's saved, but I was reading something where maybe it is this one. Um, Washington and Oregon and California are making or like growing so much weed. Mm -hmm. And then they're coming to this point where like they can't sell it all. So they have to destroy it. Mm -hmm. And Illinois I don't know, all this like Midwest states that have legalized and all the East Coast states that have legalized are coming to this point where they can't make enough. Mm. And so, and I know somebody, somebody somewhere put it, um, introduced the idea that we could legalize interstate commerce. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was in like the last Joe Biden talk. I don't know. But that's like something that we've been talking about is like opening. Yeah. Um, which would make sense. Which would be super helpful to all of these industries. It would be super helpful for the states too, who don't have to like rush to figure out how to open up process, you know, producer exactly. processor in order for the, yeah, that would exactly. be great. So, oh my gosh. If they approve interstate travel before they approve, travel. uh, fucking finance it, finances, <laughs> You know, like, I wonder like the if they're... Oh, my God. That's dangerous. Yeah. Like, how are they <laughs> going to track like, money that way? Oh, God. We're going to have um, interstate robberies again. Literally <laughs> semi-trucks full of cash like, going back and forth. That's terrifying. Some armored semi-trucks. Oh, my God. Like, These secret like, undercover armored. I mean, I feel like they probably exist to a semi-truck these days. Have you seen the one, the semi-trucks with, like, the, the extra cabin in the back? Oh, yeah. Like, so the super the, long? Yeah. You can fit a family in there. It's yeah. a tiny home. Probably has a, a shower. Anyway, okay, so sixth biggest cash crop is cannabis. Um, Adult-use cannabis farmers in the U.S. grew 554 more metric tons of cannabis in 2022 than they did the year before. Still, the crop's value fell by $1 billion. That's because legalization makes the price of pot go down. Large-scale farming and high technology have driven wholesale prices to historic lows in Cal Colorado this summer. Flower grams can go for $4 in Oregon. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, 68% of Americans are ready to end the 85-year-old war, 85 war on marijuana. Damn. Let's, Let's do it. it already. Well, majority rules, bitch. This is how democracy is supposed to work. 
there's like so many things to legalization though that just like opens a lot of i know it, that's true that has to be done a particular way I'm like, but I that's, say that and then i retract it because and that particular way is n- like nobody's ever going to do it right. Right. You know, it's just it's going to be mass chaos no right. matter what. Right. Because they're not asking us for our opinion on how it should be done. And right. If they were just to call the chronic gals, we could give you a solutions oriented oh, strategy on how to implement legalization across the entire country of the U.S. Yeah. So I'm just saying. If anybody call is, us. If anybody has a connection to Joe Biden. Stupid low population states keep losing. Yeah. Well, and Arkansas voted no. Yeah. Uh, I, I have those number. I have. Uh, yeah. Arkansas voted no. No. Yeah. And then North and South Dakota voted no. Oh, OK. I didn't see that one. But Maryland voted yes. Mm-hmm. And. M- Missouri. Missouri voted yes. Um, They voted to decriminalize they they voted to legalize possession but they mm. didn't vote to like create an industry i believe i mean that's a step forward it is a step forward uh, missouri constitution will now be amended to allow cannabis sales possession consumption delivery and manufacturing oh, never mind i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> The amendment also implement a 6% tax on cannabis, which will be allocated to fund veteran health care, drug treatments, and the public defender system. 6%? That's all? That doesn't seem right. (laughs) I mean, there's got to be a sales tax on top of it. And then probably like city. No, on the legislative cannabis in a year. Right. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. Chronic uh, gals for Congress. Yes. Oh my God, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't want to do that at all. But they can hire us. They can hire us as um, consultants. Consultants. <laughs> as I sip my water, it's come straight from a spring. That's hilarious. Um. Well, that's cool. Congratulations, Missouri. <laughs> Snaps for Missouri. We'll get there. It's, it's, it's According coming. to the campaign projection, show the annual. Annual cannabis sales revenue could reach up to forty point eight million. In Missouri. oh, here's cool. Here's a cool thing. Residents may also have up to six cannabis flowering plants, six non-flowering plants, and six clones under fourteen inches tall, as long as they register as a cultivator with it with the state. Pl- mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really for government tracking of citizens like that. Yeah. But I mean, that's cool for now. <laughs> it's just it's a like, good experiment. You know right. what? It's like an A-B test. You right. know, like this is Missouri it's like test. Li- it's just like now you have a list of. Right. Who, people who are growing weed right. in their homes. Um, plants are allowed. As you don't long- have to register to grow tomatoes. Right. Or a melon. I'm t- for now. For now. I mean, yeah, that's I- true. We're not stepping into my doom doom (laughs) timeline. Okay. Plants are allowed as long as they are located inside a residence or a locked space. If it's found in public view, growers can receive up to a $250 fine. Okay. 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 Listen, I have a new business plan. (laughs) No. Okay. It says plants are allowed to uh, are allowed as long as they are in a locked space is one of the options. Okay. New business plan. Storage units. For the purposes of growing your own personal weed. I'm pretty so sure that, that exists. Does it? I think like pop-up 
grows are a thing that you can lock that no i'm saying like a community garden where you purchase a storage unit and you can like lock it up and you pay for your electric electric electricity share and water share and whatever and you go in and you take care of your plants oh my god ashleen we can we can buy up old malls Dead malls. Dead malls I'm and dead you, storage units. Dead malls are cash. There's just like, there's, it's not even cash. It's like the opportunities are endless. 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 Yeah. And old, dead storage units. Oh. Okay. If somebody that, takes that, we want a discount. 5% royalty. <laughs> Thanks. That's what I meant. Royalty, not discount. Also, discount. Love that. <laughs> Okay, yep, yep, yep. Here's an interesting one. Protesters call on White House to do more for prisoners is the headline. <laughs> from This is one is from beardbrosfarms.com. If you guys aren't getting Beard Bros Farms emails, yeah. news emails, you should. I love them. Look, they posted it at 4.20 a.m. That's so cute. The detail. Love it. Okay, protesters call on White House to do more for prisoners. I'm just going to read the top. With thousands of people still locked away in prisons for marijuana-related charges, protesters took to the streets in front of the White House, donning cannabis leaves on their attire (laughs) and wielding a 50-foot inflatable joint with the words, Quit Biden Our Time, written on it. Stoners, man. I love us. The protesters... I wish I had known about this protest. Yeah. Where are the TikToks from this one? Right? Suppressed. (laughs) (laughs) The protesters congregated outside the White House to demand the release of people who still remain incarcerated for nonviolent marijuana-related crimes. Biden's 2019 campaign promised to release everyone (coughs) in prison for marijuana. So dumb. For marijuana use was played over and over by protesters who charged that it was a half-measure intended to deceive voters ahead of the November 8th midterm election. Obviously, though. Also, like, why did anybody think any different? I mean, I, could, I read that from a mile away. Oh, yeah, I know. Empty pa- campaign promises. I know. I know. All right. Although the protest was planned well before Biden's amount, uh, announcement, the fact that the clemency has resulted in no one being released from jail for cannabis <laughs> crimes, despite Biden's repeated statements that no one should be imprisoned for marijuana. You can't believe what he says because he wrote that law. In what, 74 or something? In whatever. Yeah. He... What? Also, he's a robot. He is a robot. I will stand on that with two feet. He is 100% <laughs> a robot. Yeah. Basically, they're just... Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Um, the pardons would apply to roughly 6,500 people nationwide who had federal... Who have had federal convictions for simple possession of marijuana on their record since 1992, and the White House insisted that they fulfilled the 2020 campaign promise. According to Recidivitz, 
<laughs> Recidivitz report for 2021. More than 3,000 people are currently serving time in federal prison for marijuana-related offenses. The document also projected that repealing federal cannabis prohibition would result in a reduction of more than 2,800 federal prisoners over the next five years. So far, the only response we have been received from the White House officials was to highlight previous commitments from Biden's 2020 speech and direct activists to his website. Yeah. Because he's a robot. <laughs> This feels like a half-winded response. 94 crime bill. Thank, Thank you, you, Lauren. That was close. 74, 94, they, are, they look alike. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, who? I just can't. I mean, I, I appreciate that protesters are getting out and getting the message out there about this. We need you to be doing those things because I do not want to sit there and do that. Yes. I support these protesters 100%. I pr- because they're actually doing something instead of posting reposting bullshit on yeah. Instagram to applaud these assholes who are Sorry. in control of us. Yeah. I wish I had a oh I do have a, a nice one to, <laughs> to, to end on. The nose knows. I posted reposted this on our um yeah, story. Story. The nose knows aroma but not THC mediates the subjective effects of smoked and vaporized cannabis flower. Terpenes, baby. Yeah. Yeah, basically. This is like a study. This or is like a, study. a scientific this is article. Science. From MPDI. By Jeremy Plum Shaban. Oh my God, I'm going to ruin these names. Demerol. Jeremy Sackett, Ethan Russo, and Adrian Wilson Poe. Oh, from Portland. From Portland. Legacy Re- Research Texas. Institute. Credo Science. Analysis. Cool. But yes. Yeah. THC potency means nothing. <laughs> Is that what it says? It um, means like nothing? No. It means that it's not the THC that's. I'm glad that there uh, are affecting smell. I'm glad that there are studies that are like going to try to like understand the mechanisms of what's happening mm-hmm. like this because that's a huge shift in what people in the legacy market grew up thinking. You know, mm-hmm. everybody thought that it was the THC that made all of this happen. Right. But it's not. It's, it's not because cannabis is more than just its cannabinoids. Right. Entourage effects. Beautiful. Pleasant subjective aroma, but not terpene expression, THC potency, or THC dose, was positively correlated with pleasant subjective effects. <coughs> I don't know really what that means. I guess I'm just reading it, reading a sentence in the middle of a bunch of sentences. <laughs> cool. Unlike THC potency, pleasant aroma is predictive of pleasant subjective effects. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if this could mean like people should start exploring aromatherapy more as a legitimate like thing to Um, help your wellness. Probably. You know, I mean, I know essential oils are a big thing. There's, you know, a few MLMs that are all about essential oils and they help a lot of people. They help me. I use peppermint oil to clear out my nose when I have a stuffed nose. Think how disconnected we are to our sense of smell. Oh, my God. So true. Like, 
the amount of artificial scents that we smell in a day compared to what we are what we really smell in the real world is like so different like we're always in a house being blasted by ac or heat smelling artificial gmo fruits yeah and and cleaners and cleaners bleach bleach yeah air fresheners that are really just spraying chemicals into your air and like how cool like and and, you know intuitive eating yeah if we started like define intuitive eating intuitive eating is like when you just eat what you want ask your body what it wants yeah and so if you start sniffing things like we do weed Mm. is this what i want right now what do i want i don't know let me start sniffing things totally and they say that the sense of smell is the strongest sense tied to memory Mm. so like Mm -hmm. a smell can bring can trigger can trigger memories but i think it's like i think it's super underrated did you know that some people have psychic smell yes isn't that cool clairsentient (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one that's funny that's not what that means but that's funny i know know. that is funny that would be so cool right i smell the i smell the murder that happened in this house i smell the copper the iron imagine yeah well i was watching this one tiktok video of this woman's daughter is it she can taste color uh-huh. Like a synesthesia type yeah. situation. But like sometimes or no, she I think it's she can hear color. Mm-hmm. And some of the, like when she when the daughter is looking at the mom, her clothes are too loud or making set, like horrible sounds. So she has to change Whoa. to and find things that aren't annoying to her daughter's ears. Whoa, that's so interesting. Yeah. Dang, people are magical. Right? Wow. It's fascinating. That's cool. Love that. All right, well. Well, I think that was my last little... um, Last headline? Last headline. Cool. I mean, the cannabis industry is ever-changing. It really is. Literally every single day. It's interesting to check in every once in a while i'm glad that i don't like i don't need to read a newsletter of what's happening all the time i think like anything else i would get just like overwhelmed with whatever that was but i love dipping in like this yeah i like i like reading cannabis news and listening to news i don't i mean i think i would rather have somebody talk to me about it like the news the clubhouse that i was listening to um Cannabis News Hour or something. Yeah, like that. the Cannabis News Hour. I'm trying to remember what that lady's name is. Susan, Susan Soares. Sorry, Soares. Yeah, she hosted or still hosts a Cannabis News Hour on Clubhouse, or maybe it's a podcast now. I'm not sure, but that was a really fun way of getting news. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just like this, they had people bring in headlines and kind of talk about it, and then we everyone discussed. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. News, news, news. Thanks for newsing with us today. I hope you <laughs> got high in news with us. The sweet tea was nice. The sweet tea was nice. I Fire like Mountain. That. Go check them out Go if you're in Washington. Thanks, uh, Chase, for joining us again. Um, very interesting celebrity insight. Mm-hmm. I love, love that celebrity insight. Yeah. And thanks to everyone who is listening live. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Have a great day. Yeah, bye. bye.
Visit our website, chronicgals.com, for show notes of current and past episodes. Follow us on Instagram at chronicgals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the video versions of these episodes. And make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video. (laughs) Rate, review, and share our hilarious podcast. Oh, sorry. Hilarious. <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust. See ya. Bye. Bye.